Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What song do you want to hear, Dan? Beer! 1500 ESPN's Beer Show is on the air. Presented in part by Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, and Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Now, alongside Mike Fratelloni, here's Chris Reavers. We're going to end the wrestling conversation for just a brief moment here on the Beer Show on 1500 ESPN. You can find us online at 1500ESPN.com. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. We could be giving away a winning lottery ticket, and we would get less calls than you were getting for that wrestling. Well, here's what I always say about when George joins Patrick. Yes. I don't, you don't have to be a wrestling fan sure. to enjoy the conversation because George cannot be asked anything about pro wrestling that he doesn't that know. he doesn't know the answer to or doesn't have a story that goes along with it it's truly fascinating it is really really cool i listened to a lot of it on the way here and i thought wow people really really like wrestling well, but again but you were drawn in absolutely and you're not even a wrestling fan. i don't even know right anyway I do so a little um, like bare knuckle fighting uh, maybe yeah pat squeezed <laughs> in three hours of uh, phone calls Good which he never does uh, anyway, so uh, this is the Beer Show. My name is Reavers. That's me Hill over there. That's Mike Fredoloni. We're going to do things differently and start off the Beer Show with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. And uh, we are going to find out what's on tap this week, courtesy of our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Folks, the best bottle shops in the Twin Cities at Hiawatha and 42nd in South Minneapolis and in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. And soon-to-be dad, Ryan, is here anxiously awaiting not only yeah. the arrival of his child, <laughs> but this week's guest. Yeah, you know, that, that seems to carry on far too long. We've right. been ready for a while, but I have a fun fact for you. Oh, for nice. today. Okay. For you too, Mike. Yeah. It involves you. Mike and I met five years ago today. Do you know where that was? On this show. It was in the green room. Wow. That is, is, this, is this exactly our five year anniversary? This is it. And oh Mike, my God, and I need my, something here. I gotta, you guys keep you, you know what would be really, really great? Why? Is if you had your baby tonight. Because the anniversary oh, would coincide with the babies. babies. That would be cool. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? Then I would remember how old your kid was because it'd be like six minus five, one, right? I'd but I'm not it. even sure you know how old the beer show is. I, am not, right I had now, no right? idea until you told me right <laughs> this second. I was like, it's been five years? That yeah, seems about right. So congrats show. to you guys. You've been, uh, there we go. Time to find out what's on tap. What's on tap is us. Wow. It's our five-year anniversary. Congratulations to me. Congratulations to us. It's been a treat, man. Mike, you had the you had the Chilsner, as I recall. I did. I in think. the green yes. room that evening. I yep. still have my chills. Do you? Wow. I've used it too. I still have chillsners that I haven't sold that I bought <laughs> for that first episode. So if you need a chillsner, come on in and get one. You know one. what though? They work. They absolutely do. You Reavers, I'm gonna call Shenanigans. You've never had to put a chillsner in a beer because no beer you've ever had in your hands lasted long enough Not true. for you to have to have a chillsner. Uh, you in know it. why I used it? What on it, that, those sixteen percent? It no, it was uh we were camping mm-hmm. and I had purchased a twelve pack oh. and they weren't refrigerated. Okay, so you put so it I took in the there. Chilsner in a warm bottle, and it was Chilsner is a little device you push down like a popsicle inside of a pop yep. uh, in a beer bottle, and then 
Instant yeah, cold. Chills, yes. But okay, it, right. the only thing is it did foam just a tiny bit. Sure. So you had to drink it quickly, which wasn't a problem. Which is something you can do. But no, they, I, I will use it. Well, Probably once or twice a hopefully summer. Hopefully you love them because yeah. more coming to Christmas time. Sweet. I know <laughs> what my gift is. Uh, so what we do during the weekly beer run is we invite another special guest. And uh, we have a guest on this week that's a, a friend of the show and I know a personal favorite of Ryan. And uh, Lagunitas is our guest this yeah, week. Yeah, we've got, we've got Brandon and Sean here from Lagunitas tonight. One of our favorite breweries at the shop. Probably still one of the fastest growing craft breweries in the in the world now, I guess we could say. And uh, they never disappoint. There's a lot to talk about. So welcome, guys. Right on. Thank you. Uh, so let's talk about first, before we talk about what looks like a delicious beer that's sitting in front of me right now, um, talk about a little bit the history of, of Lagunitas. Because I know uh, the people like us, the craft beer nerds, are really familiar with you guys and fans of uh, of your product. But... Maybe more so the people that might not be all that familiar with you guys. Sure. So we are, <clears throat> excuse me, we are celebrating uh, 25 years as a brewery this year. So Congratulations. Little, uh, five year anniversary. Uh, we're also celebrating 10 years of selling beer in, in the Twin Cities mm-hmm. uh, this year, which is also kind of fun. But anyways, as a company, uh, we started in the tiny little town of Lagunitas uh, in Northern California, uh, up by Forest Knolls, about an hour north of San Francisco. Uh, Tony McGee is our owner founder. He uh, moved out from Chicago in the late '80s to uh, sell commercial printing, of all things, and uh, was wow. gifted a a homebrew set, like so many of us have been in the past, right? And um, as, as it turns out, the first batch was was glorious, and he decided that moment he was going to go into commercial brewing. The second and third batches were horrendous, so he, he immediately <laughs> uh, uh, second guessed that decision. But um, so yes, yeah, so we got our got our start in Northern California. It's it's really where the the heart and soul of the of the brewery is. Um, in April of 2014, opened up a second uh, operation in Chicago. So all of our beer now east of the Rockies comes out of there. You know, I was in San Diego back in February, and honest to God, I couldn't go anywhere without seeing you guys. I mean, you, which was awesome because I'm a fan a of your beer, honor, and I love that city. But and it, so I personally always associate you guys with Southern California, but that sounds, sounds a little really true. It sounds a little Southern Californiaish, doesn't it? But yeah, no, it's uh, it's very much uh, a, a Northern California sort of. Um, uh, establishment and still where, um, you know, where, where kind of all of our ethos sort of come from. Do those two areas compete with one another or is it, is it very receptive? I'm talking Northern and Southern California. They're almost two different States really sure. when you look at it. So, um, I guess from a beer standpoint, sure. I mean, if it, right. That's you know, what like I mean. Southern, yeah, okay, Southern California so is not local to Northern California and, and, and vice versa. Okay. Just yeah. like St. Paul and Minneapolis. They're that's not exactly local. where I was going exactly yeah. right, without all the snow. Isn't that, that weird? Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just excited. 25 years ago, Reavers. Is is that what was going on 25 years ago in that market? Because we had nothing. We had Summit and what? Schlitz. Summit. You know, we, we didn't really have anything. James Page, I think, James was uh, James Page. Was yeah, hanging around, okay, right? but we didn't have much, right? I mean, we had Summit just starting up at that point. Were, were you guys already, you guys, I think, are like seven years ahead of us. In fact, every year in this market, we get closer to where you are, right? Because we're, we're just catching up to the California coolness. It's, this is an extremely competitive and, and, and pretty um, amazing beer market mm. really currently, but uh, yeah, to your point, it was one of the uh, IPA, which we'll, we'll hopefully get to here shortly, but it's one of the original West coast, if not the original West coast style IPAs and, and one where Tony, again, our owner, um, we we're uh, pretty close to brewery in Chico, California. You guys are familiar with, we've been brewing a world-class pale ale in Sierra Nevada for, for many, many years and, and decided, you know, that's a great beer. So every, every batch of pale ale that I put out, I'm, I'm kind of introducing people to to the segment they're already familiar with and in love with that's here in Nevada's brewing. His brother lives in Portland, and that's where uh, Bridge uh, Bridgeport had been founded, and they were doing this India Pale Ale. 
And he said, that's the future. That's, that's 10 years from now. People are going to be drinking IPAs and thankful for, for Brandon and I. Uh, that was good um, foresight. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He, he was right. Mm-hmm. You know, in the hotel that I was staying at, and I don't know if they're going to be happy if I disclose this right now, but I don't care. Because that, was in, that was in San Diego. You weren't getting but, paid for that. But uh, what was cool was they had a, a happy hour reception. I think I told you the story, Ryan. They had a happy hour reception for all the people that were staying there. And me with my wife and my two young children, trust me, when it came to four o'clock i i needed a happy hour right then and there but what was really neat was they had two beer options and everything was free to the guests one was you know i think coors light but the other one was the lagunitas ipa and i went uh i will be here at four o'clock every day, every day. and i will be drinking the and it was it was awesome but like i was saying earlier i mean you just associate that region at least i do anyway with with lagunitas well can we talk about sort of the proliferation of lagunitas now globally you guys uh, can we talk about the partnership with heineken at all and how that's going to help you know even expand your footprint oh globally? wow that's really cool yeah i guess uh about a year ago is when the partnership came to fruition entirely uh and we uh last year finished in 17 countries i think we're in 20 countries now and uh it's about 10 percent of our sales overall so uh looking to expand and so you can get your lagunitas ipa uh wherever you want to in the world, which is very, very exciting, I think. So, so the Heineken company bought you guys, yep. from what I understand. Isn't that funny? Because 25 years ago, if I wanted a craft or a high-end beer, I had a Heineken, right? right? That's what you... I'm going to lay this out for you because you guys are all younger than me, right? If you went to a bar and you ordered a Heineken, ladies knew. <laughs> <laughs> ladies knew that you knew something, right? Because every other moron's having a Miller Lite and you're sitting there with a Heineken, which is basically you're a Miller Lite, right? Classy but they were like, that guy there, he, he needs to have so some, I need to have some babies from that man. Hopefully we can transfer over some of that juju now. With the, yes. Uh, <laughs> it was so easy 25 years ago. Now it's like, oh, should I have the cranberry tart IPA or crap? Now I don't even know what. Can I just have a water to start is what I like to do. All right. Let's speak into that. Let's talk about Mike mentioned cranberry. And I'm looking at something here right now that that looks like it almost has a, a cider finish to it. But uh, this is called Cherry Jane Sour Ale from Lagunitas. Is this brand new? Are, are, this, this is, is it a out very, available? Uh, it's out right now. Okay. Uh, it's part of our one-hitter program, which is our very, very limited releases that we do. This smells incredible, uh, by the way. It is a tart cherry sour with some Turkish Delight cherries, uh, soured with lactobacillus, uh, which is a bacteria, and then it's fermented with Brett and our house yeast strain. So uh, it's funky, tart, sweet, uh, easy drinking. It's about 5.5%, uh, 9 IBUs, which so no bitterness to it whatsoever. Um, totally off the beaten path from what we're known for. We're known for our IPAs and our hoppy beers, but we're doing a lot more experimentation with our sour program. Are right you now. ready for a really, really stupid question? Uh, maybe if I can answer it. Okay. <laughs> so when you make a beer like this, because we always talk on this show how sour beers are a very polarizing beer. I myself have become a fan of them. I was not when they fir- when I was first introduced them, and I'm guessing it was partly because the quality but also more so my palate so when you're making a a cherry sour ale who are we going after are we going after the ipa drinker that's looking for a little change of pace are we looking for the wine drinker who are we targeting with this type well, of beer? with our uh, with our one hitter program we're going after the uber beer geek is what i like to say sure so we do our, all our barrel aging's done in that program uh a lot of our experimental beers that you see uh come to fruition and be full-time beers eventually uh are in that program so we're going after the really avid beer drinker essentially so uh this beer i think is appealing to a broad spectrum of people people who are adventurous, uh, people who might be wine drinkers. Uh, you could have two of those. You could have two of them easy. Yeah, it, it's, it's not the kind of beer that this kind of sour where you're like, oh, I'll, 
I'll have a half of that. And most of our sours are that way. They're very approachable and uh, easy drinking, but uh, satisfying and mm-hmm. well crafted at the same time. And so. we should mention this beer is super limited too, right? This is this is going to be in and out of the market. Oh, oh yep. great! So the, here's what we just did: we just <laughs> four minutes of radio time to find out. Oh crap! You can't get it. Maybe next gone. year we'll have it. <laughs> That's why we always talk about our IPA. The yeah. IPA is always there. So yeah. Will this be a beer, Ryan, at your store uh, at Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits? Is this a beer that people are going to hear about because Lagunitas is such a heritage brand that? They're going to come in looking for this and yeah, wanting absolutely. to get it right away. I, you know, Lagunitas is one of those brands, again, where they run the full gamut. You know, they don't just specialize in one particular style. They do a lot of different styles well. And uh, it's not just, you know, the the IPAs and the Pilsners, but it's also the sour beers. It's your barrel age program. I mean, what else can we look forward to, you know, for the remainder of the year here in terms of special releases, one hitters, et cetera? Uh, we have a new beer con- coming out called Super Cluster. That'll be our next seasonal 12-pack. It's going to transition to a year-round six-pack 12-ounce uh, can. Uh, it's going to be a Citra Hopped uh, Double IPA. Uh, very similar base recipe to Hop Stupid, uh, but which, Ooh, many which I, was are, a, I was a fan of that. Uh, this is just going to be loaded up with straight Citra Hops, so uh, the beer tastes fantastic. That'll be our, our big push uh, towards the end of the year here. I Brent, think it's going to go over very, very well. What's that one called again? It's going to be called Super Cluster. Right, He's super, making notes. I'm making notes because I was a big fan of that beer. All right, Super Cluster. That's going to be your next release? Uh, it'll be our next limited release in 12 packs, and it's going to transition to a year-round six-pack 12-ounce can Have you moved well. everything? Are you moving everything to cans, or is, are you going to stick in bottles for a while? No. Uh, Sean, short answer. Sean, we, uh, yes. we, we've got a beer called 12th and Never, which mm-hmm. is a, our, our first can release we came out with in August of 16. Does that sound right to you, Brandon? Anywho, our owner had some fun saying that we would be one of the last craft breweries to can our beer a number of years ago, and turns out we almost were, but uh, so to have some fun and poke a little bit of fun back at ourselves, we did 12th and Ever a couple of years ago, and, and um, it was a hit. It's 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 a nice 5.5% uh, sort of dry hop pale ale with a little bit of stone fruit, some sort of citrus uh, finish to it, but still embodies everything that Lagunitas does, which we pretty much dry hop all of our beers, so you're going to get that nice aromatic essence from it. So we did Something Easy, which is another beer that we have, uh, Super Cluster coming out in six packs. We're going to roll with a, a couple of more in early 19 as, as things go, but... Um, it won't be IPA. We're going to keep IPA in the bottle. That's sort of ubiquitous uh, image and, and, and 12 ounce sort of glass you're used to seeing. And, um, I don't know if I answered your question. Also, you heard it here first. Never will they be in cans. How dare you? Until no. next year on the sixth anniversary. We decided cans were the right thing to go with. Lagunitas is the guest here on the beer show, courtesy of Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Two tastings this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. They always have the double featured beer show tasting Friday at the Minneapolis store from 5 to 7, Saturday in White Bear Lake from 3 to 5 p.m. It's your chance to sample incredible beer and also be able to do it for free. And Lagunitas is an absolute destination, Ryan. I know it's a personal favorite of yours, too. Um, I want to trigger your back or transition back to something that you said at the very beginning um, when you're talking about uh, the the 10th year in this market 25th year for you guys at Lagunitas was Minnesota or the Twin Cities was it one of the first places that you guys kind of branched out to it it, it was it was a uh, state number 14 maybe wow. I think and, and we just became national two years ago so um, I can kind of attest to that we had Karen Hamilton who happens to be Tony's sister based in Chicago and she was covering everything east of the Rockies literally so it's New York Boston Florida up and down the coast wow and uh, that's she was quite coming a territory up. it is and <laughs> even even while being based in Chicago hated coming up to Minneapolis she she claims that I gave her pneumonia once when I was doing a ride with her, with her <laughs> I'm only doing it between May and uh, October that's right <laughs> and that was when I was with one of our local distributors uh, selling beer with them uh, seven eight years ago so uh, I, I kind of harassed her and said you don't want to keep coming up here and right and we want to start given uh given minnesota a little bit more love but it's it's been a phenomenal market to us you know 10 years later we're still selling a ton of beer and we still got a lot of great support and and um a lot of that is is people recognizing i think um 
you know, the local craft scene helps everybody. And if, if local beer is good beer, uh, people are going to continue to drink everything else that they, they keep discovering and find. And, and fortunate for us, the local beer in Minnesota is good. And, and so is ours. And, uh, so yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun here this fall. We're going to do some beer dinners. We're going to do some events. We're bringing in some folks in Petaluma, some of our old, uh, old established longtime folks. They don't want me to call them old, I'm sure. But, uh, some of our people that have been with us since the beginning are going to come here in Minnesota and spend some time with us in October, November. And, uh, hopefully make some stories. Ryan, I want to transition to you too. Uh, so, you know, you owning and operating uh, not one, but two liquor stores and you're, you're getting people that are coming in and you guys specializing in, in bottled craft beer, not bottled, but, but, but craft beer. What really stands out for you when you're recommending a brand like Lagunitas to people? Like what, what is that that stands out to you that you know that they're not going to be unsatisfied? Well, I think the key is that they are going to be satisfied Consistently, right? Just by being can, next can, to Ryan. Well, there's that. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Sorry. Consistency is key. And, you know, these guys have been making beer, quality beer for so long. And you just know it's one of those that you can t- continue to go to. And there are a lot of, you know, I, I call these guys OGs, right, on the shelf. Sure, but they yeah. still, t- they, they, to me, they still have that that cool factor, right? They still have that brand that, you know, that, that even a younger crowd can connect with. Well, that's and true that's, because when it's a trendy, hip kind of environment, you've got to have... You've got to have that it factor. There are a lot of breweries that make really good beer that are falling by the wayside just because they're not hitting on on the on the consumer side and connecting with uh, with the branding yeah, and the taproom just a little off or right. whatever it is. Yeah, right? and, uh, and 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 Lagunitas does a really good good job of encompassing all of that. I encourage anyone that wants to kind of get a better taste of that to check out the tap room that they have in Chicago. It's far more uh, accessible for us now. If you're going down there, catch a Sox Twins game or a Bears Vikings game, whatever it is, if you're in Chicago, it's worth checking out that brewery and that tap room. It's incredible. Where is the tap room in Chicago? Uh, it's on the, in the southwest side of the city, uh, next to the Cicero na- neighborhood. It's Douglas Park area. Sure. Uh, okay. Kind of. It's a uh, cinema studio space, so they shoot a lot of shows like Shameless and things like that next door to us. So oh, cool. We get some free play on Chicago Fire every once in a while. Awesome. And all those programs. So yeah, so they shoot a lot of television next to us. Uh, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere, essentially. So. Great spot, though. Awesome. Um, if people are hearing this, you guys, they want to reach out, find out more information about logging, where, where they can locate your beer, what beer they can locate, things of that nature. Is everything available online? Yeah, Lagunitas.com. Uh, we actually have a beer finder. So uh, if you're looking to see what Elevated has in stock, you can jump on our website and look into that. Uh, everything's accessible on there. And you'll be there sampling beer uh, at the Minneapolis store from 5 to 7 p.m. And in White Bear Lake from 3 to 5. Sounds about right. Awesome. And all of this is available also on your website, too, at elevatedbws.com. It is right. Join us for that. Sample out these incredible beers. And we're actually running a, a special for the month of July. We're doing a dollar off on their mainline six packs. So Sweet. all the six packs that are typically $9.99 will be $8.99, and the $8.99s will be $7.99s. God I bless just you. Wanna, yeah. And I just want to just let people know, too, I think the best bargain beer in our entire store to this day is the Lagunitas Imperial Stout. It's just four ninety nine. It comes in a twenty two ounce bottle. Yes, it's not necessarily Wait, Imperial Stout time. Really, but man, I mean, buy a bonfire or whatever. Grab one of those beers. It's it's by far it's the best. It's always beer Imperial Stout time. What are you right. kidding? <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so that's cool. And that and that did you say? I'm sorry that that is this month's special, or that's just that's every that's day. just going on. Yeah, right that now. was just that was just my PSA to all uh, all the the beer uh, geeks out there. Is you know that that's one worth of grabbing. Awesome. Know? Thanks, buddy. Thank you. And uh, good luck with everything else in Thanks, life. Man. Before we see you next that's going to do it for this week's edition of the weekly beer run and you can find out more information online by searching the beer show show page at 1500espn.com that's fred Aloni. this is reavers and this is the beer show beer, 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 this beer, is the beer show the most wonderful drink in the world Hooray! on 1500 espn
Welcome back to The Beer Show here on 1500 ESPN, 1500ESPN.com. Also available on Podcast One. It's Reavers. It's Fratelloni Manihill there bumping the tunes. And our buddy Ben Quam from Bent Paddle is here in studio. And I haven't seen you since Mother's Day weekend, sir. It has been a hot minute since we've seen each other, as the kids would say. I, I need to tell you this because I, I think... I said this on the air after that. So I was up there, Mike, for for Bent's five-year anniversary party. Holy cow, was that cool. (laughs) That was so cool. You guys did such a great job with that. It was was pretty bananas. It was... Well, uh, hey, I couldn't believe it had been five years, number one. But number two... The way you had everything laid out with the new tap room and everything, which is gorgeous, by the way. Yeah. You guys really did a cool part. That was awesome. I take absolutely zero credit for <laughs> any of that. But, uh, yeah, it's the, the work fam that I have is absolutely incredible. The way that entire day went out was, was unreal. There was this, like, really surreal moment where, um, we had the mayor of Duluth up on stage and I had my arm around her and everybody was cheersing and it was like, Kind of one of those like out of body experiences where like is this like is this real right like, before the police thousand yeah. people doing this and the mayor was just talking about how vibrant the community in Duluth uh, is and is going in that direction and it was just like this beautiful moment and I was like why am why am I here? Right. But I'm really glad that I'm here. Right. This is so awesome. So if I just don't say anything to anybody, maybe they'll keep me around and let well, me it, stay here. It was one of those examples, too. And in doing this show now on the five-year anniversary today, today. Cheer, cheers, cheers, Michael. Cheers. Um, but in doing this show now for five years and meeting a lot of these people, yourself included, Ben, it's it's really cool to get to know these people, but also the, the extended family in that tap rooms and these breweries and it's all people that have a vested interest and just are well natured by Mm -hmm. for the most part and it was just cool to see all that kind of unfold at once that day there were a lot of a lot of hugs um my friend uh jimmy bellamy uh texted me hey i'm i'm up here i'm over by the black booth can you can you come (laughs) over and i was like yeah and it took me 43 minutes to get to him because I was counting as I went. I got stopped by 19 different people. How many so, times by me? <laughs> none by you. Okay, Because good. I was actually still in the crowd. Okay, good. I need more beer yeah. tickets. Papa yeah, Bear's getting thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> the kids are getting louder. Oh. Uh, but no, it was like so many people made the trip. You know, like I have friends in Minneapolis that won't go to St. Paul because it's too far to drive. Mm-hmm. And to have 19 different people in at 2 o'clock in the afternoon stop me because they wanted to say the tap room is beautiful. They wanted to say that they love this beer. That's that's what this beer community is like. That's what we've done. Yep. And that's what we've really fostered. And that's what makes me so happy. Because there's always this sense of like togetherness and, hey, we're building something small and hopefully it's going to keep getting bigger We'd love to have you along for the ride. And, you know, that's kind of the ethos of Bent Paddle is, you know, paddle with us or, you know, just enjoy your paddle. Well, and you guys, for the most part, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I, I just associate as you guys as Duluth's beer. And I mean, I know you have a much broader market than that, but that, that which is cool. And that's a cool, distinct thing for you guys to own. Absolutely. And, you know, and there's also a lot of like phenomenal beers going on in the Duluth scene. Sure. But for us, especially down here to get associated with that is so flattering because it really is just a reflection of such an awesome and vibrant community up there and the quality of the water that we're getting from Lake Superior, like all of that ties into the story. Um, we, we sell beer uh, at a phenomenal restaurant out at the airport called Stone Arch. Oh yeah. And uh, one of the managers, the last time I was out there doing a craft lab, one of the managers was telling me that, like they love selling bent paddle beer because if you're from anywhere in the world, 
you might not know where Minnesota is. Sure. You might not know anything you know about the Great Lakes it, but you are. know yeah. Lake Superior. Mm-hmm. And to be able to tell people that you know the water and the beer is from Lake Superior, they love that. That's like huge. It's, a, it's a nice yep. touchstone for them to even look at a globe. That water is almost urine-free because no one is swimming in there. It <laughs> no, is so cold, right? right? You right. can say urine-free water. Yes. In fact, I think Lake Superior is swimmable for like six hours. Sure. Yeah. Late August. <laughs> With a wetsuit on. Yeah, right. Exactly. Where's that song, Gordon Lightfoot? Yeah. yeah. Thanks yeah. to the song about yeah. yeah, Thank you. All right, so blast it out with the urine-free water for everybody. I want to talk about what's new, but I'm seeing in front of me as you just handed me a can the Correct. citrus party canoe. Yes, uh, session pale ale with citrus zest added. Correct. So I'm getting a theme here uh, that citrus hops are extremely hot right now, mm-hmm. and obviously Bent Paddle's no dummy. They're going to make a beer that's that's hop forward. Very citrusy and very drinkable. You said it right there. Uh, we wanted to make something that was perfect for sitting on patios, playing golf, uh, throwing a disc around, doing like the beer maybe, show, doing the beer show, <laughs> grilling, talking about the beer show, whatever it is. We wanted to try and give people like the nice part about a session pale ale is that it's low in ABV. By the way, so Mike, you you're have... not getting either one of these. <laughs> They're both coming home. With Thank me. you. Okay, well, you can have one or two and still do things. Right. You can still be productive with the rest of your day. And with the summer. Coming around, you know, and knowing that we were going to have a ton of hot weather, we just thought, well, what better way for us to show people that, hey, hanging out outside and sipping on beer, it's the best thing ever. So we took all of those citrus notes that you get from our hot blend for a canoe, our year-round session pale ale, mm-hmm. and we added the zest of grapefruit, tangerine, orange, lemon, lime. So you get this huge citrus bouquet when you open that can, you take a sip, it's all there. But then my favorite part about it is that it finishes really dry. So it kind of almost wants you, you need another you're going to keep one. drinking. Mm. You need another I, one. My, need another as I one. drink it, one. my mouth gets drier. Mm. I need to drink more of it. I better have more of that. <laughs> I got to get ahead of it. <laughs> Sneaky. I got to get ahead of it. So, uh, Ben, and maybe this is too much of a loaded question, but obviously Duluth and the Twin Cities, while they are much one and the same, they are two different markets. Mm-hmm. Is there... Is there different buying trends with just your beer specifically in Luth Market or in the Twin Cities, or is it pretty much the same? Yeah, there's a lot less people that drive up from the cities to drop their beers off, so I have less competition in Duluth. Mm-hmm. In the Twin Cities, man, it's tough. You know, we have we have all kinds of incredible beers uh, being brewed here, and. You know, if you look at a place like Mount Royal Bottle Shop in Duluth, like they're getting the best of the best from around the world, but there are a number of breweries that just don't have the manpower to get all the way up there. Sure. So there, there's a little bit less of the sort of cutthroat competition going on mm-hmm. up there. Um, absolutely not a, a Darth of talent in any way. There's great beers up there. Down here in the cities, man, it's it's crazy. You know, if you run out of something for one week, somebody else is going to take that slot. So I think it's just... And it's gone then. It's gone. Yeah, yep. you, you lose that tap handle and it's gone because mm-hmm. they break back on it. You have to do everything to get back on it. And my background uh, before beer, being in restaurants, like I know what that feels like um, when you when you have all this stuff piling up in your cooler. Like you just simply it doesn't matter how awesome this new thing is, you mm. can't make room for it until you sell through the restaurant. Sure. So it's that part of it is a little bit tougher. I think down here in the cities, there's just there's so, so many much things. more competition. And then you got yeah. like uh, our friends at Drecker who are awesome. Like they're tiptoeing down here now and. Doing pop ups and all of a sudden are they a, a Duluth line. beer? No, no, no. They're uh, Fargo. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, but, but down but, in the Scotch. Yeah, coming down. But you know, and they've they've been really good at kind of being a little bit reclusive and hard to find. And then they'll pop into like uh, Central Ave and Northeast, and all of a sudden there's a line out the door and. 
all of the Drecker just goes. Well, I remember they were uh-huh. on, uh, this was a while ago, maybe a month or two ago with Elevated, and I remember looking at their cans going, this is a funky-looking can, mm-hmm. and I did. I knew absolutely nothing about their beer, and I tried and went, whoa, these guys know what yep. they're doing. They, they, and yeah, so I, I get what and you're that's, saying. And that's happening all over the place. You know, like you're having even the small places that aren't necessarily going for full distribution that will still pick like five or six liquor stores, mm-hmm. and, and that's where they pop up. That's how Bent Paddle started. We added six accounts at a time until we felt like we could one hundred percent service them, and then we, you know, went on to Add six more, six and, and you just keep building that way. But there's a lot of other people out there that are doing that. So every two, three weeks, there's something else new coming in, and a lot of people out there, they're not necessarily brand loyalists. They want the new thing. They you know what? See what it is. Kind of. So let's pretend I'm a restaurant owner, and I put a tap handle of bet ha- uh, bet panel on my tap. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about someone driving out of my place. To just, oh, let's just go to the brewery and have it direct right. because it's two hours away. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that plays into any of your sales calls. Like, it, hey, you could you can put a tap handle on the place one block away, and you know. And I get that that's cool and it's been cool for years. But now a bunch of these restaurants are starting to close. It's honestly that, that's something that I don't even have to talk about. The, they get the restaurant owners and the managers already know that. Okay, um, there have been some some pretty argumentative fights that have happened. There have been some things that. Uh, like all Northeast breweries got dropped from some restaurants. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of that stuff going on, and it really it just takes the market a little while to figure out how to write itself. Sure, um, there is a fine balance. There is a fine yeah, balance. Yeah. You just have to get there, and you have mm-hmm. to make sure that that us as the producers of said beer and the owners of said tap rooms are being respectful to the restaurant community around us mm-hmm. and making sure that we're still going out there and supporting what they're doing, and then. Even if there's that initial kind of shock of when a new tap room opens and it takes some business away, you can always find ways to to make sure that that's coming back around and that people are are getting into it. Um, I haven't seen anything that's lasted any longer. Like right now, all of the fights that were started, someone when, just gets pissed and it goes yeah, away for a month. Pretty much back. now, everything has kind of been settled in the Twin Cities, and you know we have a little bit of that going on in Duluth right now. It's 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 always going to be tough because at the end of the day, everybody's operating on pretty thin margins. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody Except opens the tap rooms. <laughs> well, but then you think about the amount of equipment. I mean, we had sure. a, an issue with our um, centrifuge, and that 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 check comes with six figures on it. Yeah. I mean, it is not mm-hmm. cheap. So you, when you have those big problems with the hardware, that's that's how it equalizes out. Mm-hmm. Like the tap room can make a ton of profit, sure, but if you have something like that go wrong, or a tank goes wrong, or a pipe, or you spend a million dollars to make yep. it look pretty, those yep. are all huge. Boom goes the dynamite. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, nice. So outside of uh, the new beers that you guys have, I, I do want to talk here uh, in the next couple of minutes here about uh, what is new with you guys. I mean, you've got to have a lot of events, I'm sure, that are going on right now mm-hmm. at Bent Paddle, either here in the Twin Cities, up in Duluth. A lot of people making those drives uh, in the northern part of the state because of extended vacations, holidays, etc. So what else is going on with you guys at Bent Paddle? Bent well, at, at the uh, at the end of the month, we have uh, my favorite beer festival in the entire state, uh, All Pints North. Oh, God, that's right. Yeah, that's at the end of, of July, and that's just going to be pure mayhem. I was up there a couple of years ago, or whenever, whenever the first one was, I think I caught the tail end of it, and I was so bummed I missed out on on most of it. It's pretty awesome. Uh, but if, if like you, if it's tough getting out of town and doing all that, uh, this Sunday we're bringing a little bit of Duluth down here to Minneapolis. Uh, Vikra Distilling is coming down. 
And uh, we are doing an event with them at Eat Street Social cool. uh, to benefit Safe Hands Rescue to make sure that we can get dogs homes. Uh, we're rescuing dogs uh, from some pretty tough areas, puppy mills, that kind of stuff, sure. and bringing them here. I love really tough, bad neighborhoods. We're taking yeah. them right out of those bad we'll get neighborhoods. Them out of the hood. <laughs> yes. We're getting them here. But it, it really is like we're one of the few states in the U.S. that has a higher demand than we have production for lack of a better term there are less supply yeah there, yeah there are less dogs than than are needed for yeah so we need to dogs. go down to kentucky and drag them up yep. here right which yeah. is pretty cool That's and it's it, like if you watch the video that they shot the last time they went down they saved 107 dogs and i cried like a baby the entire time like Not the, you. It, the guy who directed the video even just talking about it started sobbing wow he's like i can't not hear the the cries and barks from some of those just decrepit places so we're just trying to try and make the world a little bit better. So uh, Vikra is going to be making some awesome cocktails. We're going to be playing beer pong. We got Citrus Party Canoe on draft at Eat Street Social. And we're going to be doing some some beer cocktails together, which should be pretty cool. Um, and then one week from tonight, uh, the Ronald McDonald House is having a, a huge fundraiser called Brew Love. Oh, and, yes. Uh, yeah. Yep. So basically your ticket gets you tasting from 36 breweries, including Bet Paddle. Um, Cat Perkins. Yes, Cat Perkins is performing. Uh, they texted me on my way here to let me know that you guys all have free tickets if you'd like well, to come Well, I bought down. tickets, Fantastic. so it's too yeah, late. <laughs> and we have the beer show, which I won't be here next week, by the way, because I'm going to that. Thanks for letting okay, me know. Thank you. But you can come when it's done. You can come. It goes till 8 o'clock, so when the show is done, awesome. swing on down. We'd love to have you. Um, that is and by charity. the way, that is that sold out, Brew Love? Because didn't it... Is it sold out yet, or it, tickets it are still be. available? She, she said tickets are still available at sixty dollars a perfect, ticket. Perfect. Okay. So as That's far as I know, know, right now we're good to go. Um, but it's a great event. It's a great event, yeah. and it's such a great cause. Like uh, Manny and I were talking off air before you hit me with that awesome Nas track. By the way, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, we were just chatting that I, I don't care where you sit politically. Helping kids should always be something that any right. human being needs to focus on. Yep. And when a family is staying at the Ronald McDonald House, it means that there's something really, really troubling happening to one of the kids i will say this i've personally done work with the ronald mcdonald house at this station and at other stations and i can't tell you what god's work that those people are doing mm -hmm. there I, and again i don't care what side of the aisle you sit on for anything yep. they are really doing yeoman service over there and i anytime that i have the opportunity to help them out in any way i am absolutely all in favor of doing it because they are truly truly wonderful people my nephew was in the NICU for the first five months of his life and my sister-in-law could come down and stay. They live up in St. Cloud or Sartell and she could come down and stay because of the yep. kindness of the Ronald McDonald house. Yep. So I owe them for the rest of my life. And, uh, if you haven't had a personal experience with that, then you I'm should just pay it forward and feel lucky. Absolutely. Uh, but that said, they are really doing the best work on the planet. So, uh, to everybody affiliated with that, can't wait for brew love, uh, Libby, I love you for doing all that you do. Uh, it's just it's just an awesome way to pay it forward. Awesome. Uh, and if people want to, Ben, find out more information about Pen Paddle, and if maybe this is the first time they're hearing about Pen Paddle, which I cannot imagine how that that's possible. But they're, you know, I always get questions. Hey, yeah. who was that guy you had on? Uh, if people want to find more information about can you guys and events, <laughs> and if they want your cell phone number, yeah. uh, how can they go about that, Ben? Uh, you can either just go to the website at benchpaddlebrewing.com, or you can find me on Instagram. I'm always posting about where our beer is going up. That's at Ben Paddle. BattleBrewing.com. Oh, very good. Bad Battle Beer. Uh, just, yeah, just look us up, check it out. Uh, it is Minnesota through and through, and we love, we love the state that we are in, and we love what we're doing. Awesome. You're the best, brother. Cheers. Talk to you soon. That's Ben Quam with Bent Paddle. We have one segment to go. Do not touch that radio dial. This, my friends, is the beer show.
This is the beer show. Let's go drink some beer on 1500 ESPN. Final segment of the beer show here on 1500 ESPN. As always, you can find us online at 1500ESPN.com. It's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, and uh, you know it. We transition story. From, oh, please, please. Uh, I don't know. You were going to come up with something, but I saw your brain going. Ear, 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 ear. <laughs> so I thought, you know what? I'm going to just tell you the story. You, so it's almost like you've been working with me for yes, five years. I'm not going to tell everybody where I was, but I was up north in the Brainerd Lakes area. Sure. And there's a brand new tap room in that area. And I'm not going to say which one, but I had five guys with me and it's very close to my cabin. And we walk in at 955 and guess what they said? No. Sorry, guys. We close in five minutes. So I'm sorry. No, we can't tell you. You're beers. joking. I was like. Five dudes, two of the guys look like they're pounders, right? Like, I need 11 beers if you're going to close in five minutes. And we said, well, we still have five minutes. And, and there was like 50 people in there, right? And they said, no, no, you didn't get it. We're, we closed in five minutes. We, you we're not. joking. No, and they're brand new. I'm like, what are you doing, you morons? I couldn't believe it. So I couldn't believe it. do you think this was a case of that's their business model? Or well, was this a case maybe. of one kid just really wanted to go home no, for the night? No, it was an adult dude, right, running okay. it. But I, I think what happens is um, it, maybe in that community they have to close at 10. But people oh. don't have to finish their beer at 10 because it would have been impossible because there was literally 40, 50 people in there. You couldn't have said to people, okay, all, all of you, 10, 9, 8, okay, it's 10 o'clock, everybody put their beer down and walk out. Okay. But I thought, it's five minutes to 10. Pour us a quick beer. We can drink them in two minutes. Oh, man, that's shocking oh, to me. Oh, it was just sad. I thought, what a, what a mistake they made. And um, But then I went back the next day, and the beer was super good. So, so it didn't deter I, you yeah, from, no, uh, from No, it's a tap room like two blocks away from our cabin. It's a pretty good spot. So I did find a story that I, I wanted to run by you because I found it utterly fascinating, and I, I got this story, if this computer will allow me to load it. From, we, did, uh, we did steal a... We missed a good story. What do you mean? Well, when the Lagunitas guys here were here, they were owned by Heineken. Oh, yeah. And that Freddie Heineken in 1983 was kidnapped. So I thought you were making the story up. In 1983, Freddie Heineken was kidnapped and he was held from like for almost 20 days, right? In a box, him and his driver, just in two separate boxes. Wow. And the uh, ransom was 35 million. It was the largest ransom ever paid for to get people back. And they haven't found half the money. Half the money is still missing, but all the guys have been arrested. Really? But still half the money is gone. And 35 million uh, guilders in Netherlands or whatever it is. I mean, Holy I don't cow. know what the... But isn't that amazing that story? Is amazing. I guess I, I... And I don't know why I've never heard that before. That no, is amazing. No, and why did I always think Heineken was Japanese beer? And I was like, wait, it's from the Netherlands? Hmm. Okay, that was my quick story. No, that's... But you had a good one. So, um, the, uh, the former site of the Hudson Dog Track is going to become a baseball stadium and a brewery. You're did you, kidding. Did you, you, know what, you know which dog track I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know what that dog, do you ever drive by, you never well, drive by that dog well, track. Well, once in a while, because don't you, you drive by it kind of when you're on the freeway, don't no, you? No, no, you have to get off, you go into Hudson, and you, it's when you're on your way to Troy Burn, right? It's a oh, little, so it's, it's down, down on there. that side. Okay. And it is like, it, it looks like the scariest, weirdest, it's yes. just overgrown, okay. I mean, it's just creepy looking. So check this out. Okay. Governor Scott Walker uh, was in Hudson Tuesday to announce a state grant for the redevelopment project uh, involving the former St. Croix Meadows dog track. The building of land has set, sat empty for nearly 17 years, and soon the land will be transformed into offices, a brewery, a baseball stadium for a Northwoods League team, and more. Right now, the building is being demolished. The site has a turbulent history. The track opened in 1991. 
one and was used to race greyhound dogs. The owners quickly ran out of money, and people took issue with the treatment of the dogs and gambling in their community. The track closed in 2001 and sat empty ever since. Attempts at trying to create the space into something usable failed over the years. The governor spoke Tuesday, and the media received a tour at the site and got an update on the project. I find this fascinating uh, twofold because kind of the idea of blending i'm I'm noticing a theme mm-hmm. kind of the idea of blending baseball breweries and that community sense and i'm I'm shocked more sites like this haven't popped up I, you know i think there's going to be more and more of that although because to me you know that's a mega site that's going to be a multiple true. million dollar site and i guess to me it's the next trend mm-hmm. you know where, where it's there always there always is and always will be those neighborhood pubs now that sure um you know it's your neighborhood tap room do you think just by saying the word taproom adds validity to the redevelopment? They're like, oh, there's going to be a taproom. It could be just any taproom. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a great one. That's true. And they didn't really disclose which place it would be or which place would or which brewery would occupy that spot. And maybe it'll be a place that has multiple different tap lines. And mm. so it's a and like a brew pub. Maybe. And, yeah. But I know Wisconsin's laws are different. Yeah, it's than probably going to be a taproom, taproom. But down on West 7th, they have the, um, the at the Schmidt Brewing, one of their outbuildings. They're turning into the marketplace. I should have brought this in because I'm going to not do it justice. Clutch Brewing's going in there, but then a bunch of restaurants are going in there, and then crafts and artists. It's a big, huge, fifty thousand square foot building, and they're putting all these things into one community. Huh. It's like an, it's like they're calling it an open kitchen, and then just tables in the middle. So the craft so almost beer like a food people, court. I think it is called the food court, like the oh. West Seventh Food Quarter. It's something like that. I'm doing a horrible job explaining okay. it, but it's, it's I didn't know anything it's, about it's this. It's a cool concept. Like ten different businesses are going into this one building, including a new tap room, Clutch Brewing, and a bunch of restaurants and and so you don't even have to leave clutch brewing to go to a restaurant because you're all eating at the exact same table and somehow they're getting away with that which is pretty cool huh yeah so, so it, i guess it, how is that different than well i guess it is different but but it, and maybe you're not the person to ask mm-hmm. this because we both don't know the answer to this huh. question but how would that be different than from um, the only brew pub that comes to mind is our buddies on Lakeville, Lakeville Brewing, where they they can they can sell food, but they can also sell other people's spirits because they don't. Well, distribute. I think these are all different entities. Okay. Like the the clutch so it brewing is different. As one, no, but, no, okay. it's just but they share this common area cafeteria space. So someone's like, you're going to get your beer, and then you go sit in one of the 300 tables because the building's huge. And then, oh, but I want to eat. So you go get your food from one of the 10 restaurants, and hmm. or I want to buy some art, and you go see the artist. I mean, it's it's a pretty neat concept, and that's supposed to open here. You know, they should get. we should get them on the beer show because that's a pretty yeah. big redevelopment. Reach thing. out to them. That'd be, I, I, that'd be fun. I will. Yeah. Well, because you, well, you're Mr. Like, St. Paul. Sounds like can, a lot of work all of can, a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> when, hey, uh, note to the people there. When you get open, let us know right. and we'll have you on. Give us a shout. <laughs> We'd love to hear Boy, from I'm, you. I'm just lazy. No, you're not. Okay, thank you. Um, so we were going to talk uh, to our gal, Kate, with the Bacon and Beer Classic. Speaking of St. Paul. Love it. Um, they, uh, they're having it at CHS Field this year. Let me pull up the So the you, details. I think you've been to this, or maybe you told me about it, because I know we had her on last year. Yes. It's like kind of a ton of bacon. And a ton lot, of beer. And a ton of beer. Mm-hmm. And it's it's quite the combination. I think that sounds pretty darn cool well, to me. And what, what I like about it, too, is, for instance, you know, maybe you're not a baseball fan, mm-hmm. but CHS Field is dope. Go you know, hang out there. That's funny that you said that. Or maybe you've never been to a game. When you go to a, the, these events, like when you have your event at Target Field, yeah, 
you get to see the field in a totally different light because not everybody can sit yes. on the first row of first base. I mean, mm-hmm. that just doesn't happen. And when you go to an event like this at CHS, you get to see things way better than you ever would if you just bought tickets in rows yeah. G seats 14. To and it is what makes, you know, like whether it's the Town Ball Classic, I can mention, thank you for bringing mm-hmm. that up, by the way, uh, whether it's the Town Ball Classic or an event like this, yeah, you get to see it. Because otherwise, you know, if you're at a Twins game, although... The way they're playing now, you yeah. might have a tough time getting a good seat. Yeah. Um, but it does give you kind of a unique perspective to kind of just go and chill and roam and do whatever. And people aren't bumping India, and you have plenty yeah. of space, and no one's no one's yelling at you for going into the locker room. So uh, I need to ask <laughs> you, sir. Out. No, they yeah. can't get in the <laughs> okay. locker room. So I need to ask you, now that we're... It, it's an odd week in that we had 4th of July yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, it, honest to God... When I woke up yesterday, you know, because the whole family were all at home, we didn't really do anything. We went and watched fireworks last night, but we were going to go to the Chanassin Parade, but it rained right in the middle of the day, so we didn't go to that. But it felt like Saturday, and now today feels like Monday. I know it's that weird, weird week. So what I've decided, but see, what I've decided to do is I just made a decision last Sunday that every day this week was going to be Friday. Oh, really? That's just the executive decision I came to because it's Fourth of July week, and I'm not. I'm just. It's going to be Friday every day. But how did you make it to where if? Every day's Friday because you usually get blackout drunk Friday and yeah. you can't do anything Saturday. Right, right. <laughs> so I didn't so let that, that did deter happen. me. Okay, no, okay. I did not so let that deter still, me. So um, is everybody in tomorrow? Is uh, is uh, is everybody going to listen? God, no. I'm shocked Roycey was here today. Okay. I was a little shocked to see Roycey, but he had a big guest. No, Such was gone. Rook was gone. You and Manny are going to be here tomorrow? Well, Kim, Manny and I are always here. Okay, no matter what. You're going to yeah, hold down the floor. We never leave. Yeah, we're, never always, leave. we're just always here. Um, but there was you, you said something. Friday, Sunday. Was it rookie Scott? I don't remember. I kind of laughed because someone said to me, like, what show does Reavers have? And I said, well, Reavers and Manny are literally on the radio for yeah, like we're just seven here hours a day. Yeah, we're just here all the time. You're putting in a lot of hours here. Well, most people don't get that much airtime. You know, I'm sure you, that... you don't hardly say anything stupid. The, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the guy that's hearing this right now that's on his 12th hour working in the 90 degree, he's really I wasn't saying it was grind. hard work, but it's a long work. Yeah, Being on the radio ah. for a long time, is you're not, you don't it's, find that hard? No, I, I love it. Are you oh, you know me? why? Because... Uh, uh, Height was here today, right? Yes. So you didn't have to do news because no. then that would put you in. You'd have to like verify sources and things like that. <laughs> yeah, I like to do that. Okay, I like to verify sources. <laughs> um, but but uh, no, now I remember what I was going to say to you uh, because everybody's kind of out of habit, mm-hmm. and you you're saying how you don't work this week. Well, I love working these weeks, and I always tell you, and you think I'm joking. I like working the week between Christmas and New Year's too. Because nobody's on the roads. I know. The traffic is great. Well, that's because you live in, you know, Carver. But, but it's even, it's aside from that, it's you, you, you get to get away with so sure. much more during these holiday weeks because nobody's around. Yeah, it's there fantastic. wasn't a bunch of bosses here. I no, are you kidding me? I parked me? right out front. Oh, I mean, it was great. pretty, it was pretty nice. Um, it's a good system. But, but then you get that, oh, we need to go up to the cabin and now we need to come back from the cabin and you get um, all that, all that traveling. Because Coles was in for Joe today and was complaining that this was a day of vacation. He can't believe he agreed to work. He oh, was, did he blow He had the it? week he off he, from TV, oh, no. not realizing he had a degree to come in and work. He could have gone anywhere. Because yeah. here's what happens when you're on TV or radio. So I'm on the radio once per week. Sure. Right? And, you know, sometimes I miss it, right? It's it's not it my happens. main gig. Yeah. Um, you would not want to miss it if you were on TV. And you would not want to leave if you were on the radio because... Someone else takes your spot. <laughs> and someone else could be good at that. Yeah. Right? You get Wally pipped. I mean, is it, well, tell me that story. What, what happened to Wally Pipp? I don't. Wally Pipp's the guy that took a day off and Lou Gehrig uh, oh, played first base it. and yes, that didn't, didn't come out for 2,100 and whatever games. Yeah. Uh, you Is there any fear on that? Not for you. You got this thing down, right? Um, Who are they going to throw in for you? Well, no, I'm just... I, no, I, I guess... I. 
I attack. There's nothing this, in the back of your mind that says, "Boy, that guy did a well, great job." Well, but but I just always attack this job or any job, no matter what I'm doing. You just if you, unless I I, I I always think that someone's trying to take my job. Oh, nice. You know, I've always sure. whether I was that's doing why you this when or the first else. day five years ago you said, "Watch your back." <laughs> I said, Fratelloni, watch I said, your back. Fratelloni, you get. I cannot yeah. believe it's five years. Five years. Does it feel like five years? No, to honest to God, I have no idea that it was five years. I mean, I, I knew it was the fifth year anniversary, but I would have never guessed. The it was only that long. the only thing that I remember about doing that very first show five years ago, and we can wrap up because we got about ninety seconds mm-hmm. left. But the thing I remember about five years ago when we first did that show was getting you know the chance to meet all of you guys, but then coming home and I remember my 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 kid William, my six year old was mm-hmm. you know he was one at the time, and I remember thinking, holy cow, like I just hosted my own show on fifteen hundred, yeah, which was. Super cool, super weird, and it was just. It, it, but it was it was awesome. And then and think you think we, about all the different transition, all the turnover from all the yeah. other shows. Uh, Not a lot, but yeah. the, the different turnover and the different shows on this radio station. Yet here we are. We're still doing our thing. It's pretty cool. You were looking at your one year old then, thinking, "Wow, all those other guys went out for beers, and I'm at home with my one year old." Could have just gone out. And we had uh, Joe Alton. That's right. Right. Yep. Yeah. And our friends from Elevated, and uh, it's it's been a wild, crazy ride. And uh, here's to five more. So Manny Hill, thank you, sir. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You got it. Michael, thank you. You're the best. Hey, uh, congratulations on five years. Thank you, buddy. You too. And uh, my thanks to Brad Lane, to Dan Krolchek, to uh, to Jeff Gonsales for believing in this show and for continuing to allow us to do this every single Thursday night. My name is Chris Reavers, and we will talk to you again next Thursday night. Cheers.